My name is Logan Weber, and I am your host for Showcase at the Smith, presented to you by the Edward C. Smith Civic Center here in Lexington, North Carolina. We've had many wonderful patrons, artists, and organizations over the years here, and our goal with this podcast is to showcase who these people are, what they did to get there, and what advice do they have to offer to people also trying to pursue artistic careers. So we ask you here at the Smith to sit back and relax. Enjoy our interviews with these North Carolinians and people a little farther away. These interviews are being socially distanced, so audio quality may vary depending upon where people are. So we appreciate your understanding. We have a really, really special guest today, Dana Holiday, who is a local artist. Hello, Dana. Hi, Logan. How are you? I'm doing good. I hope you're doing well. I am. And a lot of people think that with a giant theater, all that they do is do musicals and orchestra performances, plays, things like that. But what the Smith also does is showcase a lot of local galleries, a lot of local artists here, and we are fortunate enough to have Dana with us to talk about her journey and how her work ended up here at the Smith and all of that. So, yeah, Dana, let's just jump in on the first question and just tell us a bit about who you are and how you kind of got going with this. Um, I am a local girl, I would think you would say, even though I'm not a girl. I... Uh, Went to school at the Davidson County Community College and then went on to get my BFA, uh, Bachelor of Fine Art at UNCG. And I have studied abroad and taken some mural classes in England, you know, to enhance my mural work. I also have taken classes in Mexico to learn encaustic wax. I'm socially active. Uh, I love the arts. So what, what, while you're, you know, in your journey doing stuff like that, what makes you want to go to places like England and Mexico to learn about these different styles? I feel like it opens my eyes. It gives me a different perspective of someone else's culture and, and uh, the... It just, it's different than, than being here and, and where I'm so familiar with. And it also makes me feel probably, I'm trying to think of the word, uh, it makes me feel, makes me grow when I'm taking at, taken out of my comfort zone too. So going to England and attending that with some gentleman that I, I had his book, Graham Rust, and I had his mural book and it was just so exciting to be there. I was also scared and I think when you're scared you you really become more vulnerable. And yeah. then going to Mexico by myself and and uh, and San Miguel to learn from Eshwan Winding the encaustic wax was uh that was really because there was the language barrier there too. Yeah. So But there's I mean there's a lot to be said about when you're vulnerable, you get to learn a lot about your art. Right. And I think that's a very important thing for artists just to know yeah. in general. When you were little then, what made you want to be an artist? Or when did you decide that you wanted to do this uh, for your living? Probably when I was about 
10 and my mother went to back to school to get her degree and took art classes at the community college and I saw her artwork and she shared and let me paint with her. I was always from a family that encouraged art, artistic and individuality and um, I, I have learning disabilities, I'll just throw that in, in math and some grammar. And in the fifth grade, I was, uh, I won a, con well, we were in the paper and I did the artwork and another young lady did the uh, article or the poem. And yeah, my mother was, was an artist. I mean, she was an artist, but she took art classes. She does paint now. She also gave me the freedom to paint on my walls, my clothes, my furniture. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, so I, I was allowed to be and create my own environment within my own room. And they really fostered yes, they fostered you and and a true artist. Yes, okay. and, and we, my mother's from England. I'm just going to throw this in. So we went in 76, I believe it was, or 75, I was 12, and to visit our family in England, and I saw Van Gogh's sunflowers in the London Museum of Art, and that, I mean, that was just part of the, oh my God, this is absolutely... It blows your mind. Yes, it, it does. It does. Anything, I love... DC has a great art oh, scene wow. with all like this. I love the Smithsonian and the fact that you can go in and out of so yeah, many of these museums. I the Portrait Gallery, mm -hmm. I think, is stunning. Mm -hmm. There are so many things. And I went to London once a few years ago just for a week, and it, it just really is breathtaking. Mm -hmm. All and how well they keep all of their work there and just all of the influence that they have on us. Um, you know, it is, it's really. It really is amazing. Um, jumping into our next, well, I guess we kind of have hit this a little bit, but what do you think your history is in North Carolina as an artist? My history. Have you always come back here? Or did oh. you really just start here and say, I want to leave and then end up coming back here? Was that your... I've never wanted to leave. I, I came from a family, as I said, my mother was from England. And we were always encouraged to travel. So I have wanderlust. I have been <laughs> to Nepal, uh, Ecuador. My brother lived in Ecuador, um, Peru, Italy many times. I've, I've traveled a lot. I always wanted to come back to North Carolina. I love my community. We have a family farm that we, we live on. The, my two brothers, my mother, my uncle. My, my son, and uh, it's it's 60 acres of heaven, and I, I love it. I love, as I said, I really think we have a rich history here in Davidson County of culture and arts. Do you ever then create like outside in that 60 acres, or do you mostly do all of your work indoors? I go out. You go yeah. out? I go out and up. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to New Zealand to work uh, several years ago for five weeks. Yeah, really? I did some murals, backdrops with um, a person that I worked with. He was a photographer, so I went with, with him, and uh, he had a client. He was building backdrops, so I did the um, murals on canvas. That is so cool. Yes. That is so cool. So yeah. Ecuador, Mexico, London, uh -huh. New Zealand, 
Do you have a favorite place that Nepal. you've been? Nepal. <laughs> I haven't worked in Nepal, but I've, I'm, I did a great show based on Nepal. Where is your favorite place that you've presented your work? The Smith Civic Center, of course. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And I love to hear um, Susie, the curator, you, mm -hmm. you must know her, um, was very helpful and uh, gave me so much freedom. Another show that I really enjoyed was in, I did in Wash, on Washington Street in High Point. A friend uh, had a community gallery. It was a crack uh, prostitution house, and they flipped it into a little gallery on the street. And I had my Nepal show there, and I really felt good supporting the community doing that. We made we made money for the Ecuadorian. I mean the. Nepal earthquake back in 2015. Wow. So that was, it was raw. That, that's a that's, interesting, you know, you might have. Heavy. Yeah, it's it was, it was good, heavy. It was, it was good. That's a really cool and good thing that you did. That's, that's awesome. What is your favorite aspect of creating? So, because you do so much, you really, you have the gamut of doing mural, um, and then what was the big Enc one? Encaustic wax. Is that? And can you just explain encaustic wax? Encaustic wax is a medium that's been around since um, the Egyptians and Romans. It was back then used for ships and to, to decorate. And also they would do like little death portraits. It's a mixture of bees, wax, and an encaustic type rock which it's I don't know it's a resin it's a resin so uh, it uh, it you have to melt it you use a, a torch I love the fire I'm a Leo so that's probably why <laughs> I'm, I'm into that fire yeah. it's just really unpredictable in the beginning and hard to control but I'm going I've been into do, I've been doing it for five years now so I'm starting to to be able to create my own uh, look or feel of, of it, but it, it's a beautiful medium. What's, what is your favorite medium then? Because <sighs> you really do have the gamut. So what, what currently do you enjoy so much? Well, I'm doing the encaustic wax, so, so that's, that's good. And I do some interiors, uh, do, I still like to do murals. Um, one, I do smaller murals now inside. I don't want to mess with bugs and sun. Yeah. So those probably are my two. Uh, What's your biggest inspiration then for your murals and things like that? What do you generally like to like to create? I like trees. So a lot of times I have a lot of trees. I was also a faux finisher and did a lot of wood grains and marbles and stuff. So I like. I like to recreate sometimes in the wax or the paintings the textures of uh, old elements and just kind of the abstraction of that and rocks and stuff. Do you have any North Carolina inspired places that you pull from or places you like to go to get your ideas? Eh, I pretty much just nature or emotions. Just, mm -hmm. just never know. It's who was a big influencer then 
for you artistically, like for murals and things like that, who did you look to when you learned how to create everything? Well, I like George O'Keefe and I like Van Gogh. So a lot of times it's dictated some of the outside murals that I've done. Exterior murals were dictated by the the client. So, but the style would be more the like the Georgia O'Keeffe or the yeah. you know the brushiness of the the Van Gogh. There are just so many people that come through the Civic Center. We have a lot of students as well, and anybody looking then to pursue something like this, if they wanted to learn more about physical visual art. What what advice would you have for them? Do you have any advice about how you would paint a mural, how to get in the right mindset, um, what supplies you may need, places to go to get that stuff? Well, I mentored probably four women last summer on making murals, and some of those were already students, but. You have to go look at murals so that you can kind of study them too. And you can also Google now. Diego Rivera, I, still, I like him. His, his were a little political, but I loved his grand scale. So I would just suggest looking at local murals. Go to, to all the cities you can and even little towns and you'll see. And, and you just have to figure your scale out. You know, you come up with a concept. And if you have free reign, you do what you want to do or you stick to what the client wants and you, you make your little um, rough draft or drawing and then you have to scale it for the, the building or whatever you're going to paint. Is that generally your first, like when somebody, if I went to you and I said, I want you to do a mural of me, what is the first thing you would have to need from me? A picture of you and also the wall that you were going to be painted on. Okay. So I need to know size because sometimes uh, you're going to need, I had to use a, a uh, lift several times, a scissor lift, and that's a trip. <laughs> that's, that, that entails uh, more money with, you know, mm -hmm. you might, you might want to incorporate that into the bill. You have to. And scaffolding, it just, it's, you know, have to have, you know, like I said, you're what you want. Do you want it to be realistic? Do you want it to be fantasy? Mm -hmm. Do you, you know, what, what surface am I working on? Am I working on brick? Am I working on a clean surface? What is your favorite mural that you have done? If you had to pick one, or maybe Out, two. Outside? Yeah, or, we'll okay. do outdoors. I like the one in Thomasville that I did of the tree with the crazy chairs in it. It's 30 feet tall and, I don't know, 60 feet wide, and I had to use a scissor lift. And it was a particularly emotional year. I had gone through some personal uh, evolvement that year. And uh, when I was asked to do it, I was like, okay, i got to figure this one out. So... It was, it was just really empowered me because it was big. When you do a work that is that large, how long does that generally take? How much time in your life do you have to plan out and be like, okay, this is going to take that long? For that one, I think I planned four weeks. So, because like, remember, I had to secure the lift and 
also had to tie it up and park it in every night. But um, yeah, or if it's smaller, I, I've I've done enough now that I kind of have an idea of of how long it's going to take, and you have to honor the weather also. That's oh, a major. That might be hard. Yeah, that that's be... a major. And when what time of day the sun is here or there? Mm -hmm. So, do you have like a crew that comes with you ever? Do you have assistance, or is it just? I have, I have people that like to help. On that one, I didn't because that was to me uh, a liability. So, but on the building we did in Thomasville last year, the old North State Building, uh, well, actually, one young lady and her mother uh, did one side. I got a grant for them to do that. It was just an ugly old building, and so we painted the whole building this bright blue, and it it was all about feeling happy. And so then I did got uh, hired a lady to help me on the uh, one end, and and my granddaughter who was ten uh, helped out some. She would do little things. I always try to encourage. And then I had a young lady come in. Her family lives here, and she lived out in um, Louisiana and she came in and helped me do the other wall so and I you know paid her so she was a they were all paid apprentices so that's how I like that's to do really that cool. yeah do you have outside of what you do with your art any other side hustle or is this this is it other than being an artist yeah no I'm a social uh, I guess you would call act actively so you know, I'm always trying to improve my community so I can mm -hmm. I've done everything from go down to the uh, what is it called caring services in High Point with yeah. the rehab houses did a class some classes for them so I wanted to empower them and then we went into the two of the houses that they were living in and taught them how to paint a kitchen and a bathroom in each house and then I taught them a faux finish, I taught them how to wood grain, I taught them how to rag. The whole thing was to uh, empower them, to give them hope, to know that there was something they could do, whether it be fix their homes up, or to create this belief of not being helpless, too. Yeah. Yeah, and I do uh, on a, a board called Arts Davidson County, and I'm very passionate about that, and we, we're just here to promote the uh, diversity in arts and the community. Where else, and I will give a, a plug right now for the Smith to say that we do have a gallery here that does showcase art, but where else then, and let's say in Davidson County currently, would you say is a good place to go and look at visual art? Where do you think are the good places to go right now if you wanted to see some high quality North Carolina visual art? Um, the community college, Davidson County Community College has a art show quarterly, I think, and they'll have artists from all over. Uh, there's a gentleman, a young gentleman here in Lexington, I have not been to his studio, that Matt Box, I'm trying, I don't know what the name of his studio is. He has opened up a small studio to showcase artists. You were saying, you know, you had all of these abroad experiences, uh -huh. and how do you land going abroad as a visual artist or get, you know, a commission to go somewhere? How did that work? Oh, well, 
I've had some really good designers and I'm, I'm open to everything too. I think that's one of the, uh, one of my good qualities. I'm, I'm open. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I've been, I went to Breckenridge to do some work and, uh, that was, that was kind of intimidating, but I had to fly out there, get a car, drive in the snow. I'm from North Carolina. We don't, we don't do snow. I'm from Colorado. We do snow. So, we do a lot of yeah, snow. <laughs> so I went out there by myself and had to find the paint store and do all the artwork and the faux finish. And it was like this really nice top of the hill and Crystal Lodge or something in Breckenridge. That was that was fun. I've I've done work in Chattanooga for a family. I uh, was sent there and I had to you know, you just have to be a people person too. You have to listen. You have to know how to communicate, communicate with them to get what they want. And you gotta be, you gotta be brave to get out of your little thing. Yeah. Especially, and it's a little bit easier, I think now with social media and with just ways to become interconnected in the arts to try to get yourself out there. Mm -hmm. Um, Because mine's not, visual art but in just trying to be uh-huh. uh you know a live performer there are a lot of ways now just to write somebody and send a youtube link mm-hmm. and that can yield a job and mm-hmm. that's not how it was really even like 10 years ago yeah, yeah 15 years ago for sure and i mean now i've grabbed gigs off of online auditions and it's just a different kind of world Oh, it's they, definitely. It's it's a different world when it comes to interconnectivity and trying to make sure, you know, you want to become abroad and you want to get yourself out of your little bubble and experience the world of all of the abroad places that you've been. What was your favorite one? For just travel or for work and travel? We'll say work and travel. What was the most okay. fulfilling one, the most fulfilling trip that you had? I have to say, I feel like Breckenridge was was really good because uh, I had to like a you know drive through the snow and figure out the products and such as that and you know and I did a I, they loved it so it's it was, also Colorado and Colorado is a st- I mean Breckenridge is otherworldly yeah in Colorado like just yeah Breckenridge Vale Aspen those those places are kind of just like whole nother world mm-hmm. and there's a lot of wonderful wonderful stuff in well Colorado. i went when i went to nepal it was really part of a healing journey to take my wedding band and leave that with some hindu lady because i was that was at the tail end of that life change experience and uh and i did that but that also was a trip for me to evolve i was 50 years old 51 and I thought, if I go to Nepal, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really capture the essence. And and that was, you know, not that I did work there. I spread lots of love for three weeks, but I got so much out of that. The color. I, I I'm not a photographer. I did beautiful photography. Actually, sold for the. Um, benefit I had for the earthquake and that was just a I think I really feel like Nepal even though I didn't work there was a work experience in the end because it I grew out of that so much 
That's awesome. That's a cool. It's just beautiful. I've never been to Nepal. I would love to go to Nepal. Have a great contact if you do. <laughs> they will treat you well. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's stunning. It's sure the it's... the most beautiful and the most harsh place. I <laughs> <laughs> would go back. Do you? Okay. So this is our this is our last question that we have, and it is why do you like the Smith? So what do you like about coming here, about showing your work, about just the investment that we have in the community? I've been here for social gatherings. I've been here for student art shows that we've had for the county and city schools. I've been here for opera, plays. It's just a really nice venue. It feels comfortable. It's, it's classy, yet very comfortable. I feel like it's something that anybody would uh, enjoy coming into and not feel intimidated. That is definitely what we strive for. Yeah. We want to make sure that anyone is welcome when they walk through the door. And that's really the whole point of having the community center and having a theater is anyone is welcome to come in. and. It's really nice because we also have the opportunity to put all of these galleries up throughout the building and at the same time host dance companies and host things like opera, host things like musical theater and host children's theater. Mm -hmm. It's all important and so important for the community so they can see how we all intertwine. One last thing about being an artist, I would like to say that any young person that wants to become an artist someday or are in the process of, number one, be a business person, and, and number two, give back. Give back what you've received from others, and don't forget your family and your community you know, as you progress along your journey. So. Thank you so much, Dana Holiday, for a great interview. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you for being on our second episode of Yay! Showcase at the Smith. Thank you so much, thank Dana. Thank you, Logan. And that concludes this episode of Showcase at the Smith. Thank you for joining us today. Episodes will be posted frequently throughout the coming months. To find out exactly when, Keep up with us on our Facebook page or our Instagram at smithinlex. Thanks to everyone for their support. I'm your host, Logan Weber. Music provided by David Vess. Edited and produced by Logan Weber and the Edward C. Smith Civic Center here in Lexington, North Carolina. Stay safe and see you next time.